Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, of course, Dave Sturcho, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst and, of course, America's fan Keith Ernst. Fellas, I don't know the last time we were able to sit back and relax and watch one of those uh, fourth quarters. Uh, I know we're setting all sorts of records as far as scoring points in the fourth quarter. I know I was never in doubt. I don't know about you, Keith, as far as... uh, knowing if we're going to win this game. I'm I'm officially Keith because it's like I we're all friends here, right? But I feel like Keith has this vendetta where now he's starting to keep receipts about every single little thing that I say about these Cowboys. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're making an event. This is what the fucking kid does. <laughs> what do you think? It's just you? <laughs> yeah. You're the one making it a fucking vendetta. This kid's what he does. I do, uh, sir. Is it? Oh, no, you're a receipt keeper. I didn't know you. Oh, were. I'm a, so a receipt keeper because I like to. I, but you know what? It's going to happen where something you said, I'm going to, I'm going to have a receipt on it, and you're going to be like, oh, like something good and 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 happy. <laughs> something that you know. Dude, you're gonna well, like, you did say that, Sturge. Look, see, I saved this one. <laughs> He's like fucking dumb and dumber. Here, this is two hundred fifty thousand IOU. You might want to keep that. Yeah, that's, that's a car. That's a car. <laughs> yeah, like holy shit, man. I'm sitting there like, oh, it, it was rough. It was can really I? Rough can game. I be honest with well, you? Know, I. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I wish that more sports shows would hold themselves accountable. That would like be, Jesus. Yes. Why? Why are we taking predictions if we're not gonna go back and see how many fucking times I was right? How about this? <laughs> So uh, just so you know what he's referring to, all right? Because if you want to bring it up, you got to tell the people. So I was like, damn, Eagles are for real. And then Sturge pops in and says, yeah, whatever. Tennessee's defense didn't show up. Uh, and what else was it? Uh, Hen- um, Henry couldn't run or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're good. Like, But a week before when they beat the Packers, I said, dude, the Eagles are looking for real. And that's what I showed. I showed that text when he said yeah let's see how they do against henry and tennessee next week but then he shut it down when they won that game i uh listen i i'm here to tell you that the eagles may or may not be for real okay um but look they're playing all well and all all every level every start Every definition of the word, they're they're doing very good things, right? And they're eleven and one for a reason. You are what your record says you are. But we're here to talk about the Dallas Cowboys stomping out the Indianapolis Colts, the team that the Philadelphia Eagles beat by one. We beat by thirty plus. Okay, so there's a difference there, um, in that regard. Oh wait, what about the team that beat the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, the Eagles beat us. What Cooper Rush? That's a good point. Come no, it's not now. a good point. It's not a good point. How Listen, is that not a I, good point? Come on. Because it's, you take it game to game. One game it has nothing to yeah. do with the other. And, and again, bro, we lost to shitty done. Green Bay. If you're going to compare resumes, okay, first of all, we can't do that. Can't. Because now, now, now we sound like all those other douchebag cowboy fans that, that are. We need to pump the brakes and understand that, you know, look, 
we got two teams in the NFC that I think one that is our equal, and I do feel the Eagles are better than us or playing better than us. And and the, the second team is San Francisco. I mean, dude, not anymore, he, not anymore you would say. Well, well, I mean, this, uh, yeah, I mean, because of Garoppolo, but this kid's still throwing, man. Oh, yeah, listen, Brock Purdy, he's got a nice little story, and he's Mr. Irrelevant in the draft, literally the last pick of the draft of this past year. And there was a reason. I, I listened to an interview with Steve Young yesterday, and apparently, you know, there was a lot of optimism that when when Trey Lance went down originally, that they, that some people within the front office were like, well, why don't we go with Purdy instead of Garoppolo? Straight up. Like, that, that could have been a thing. Um, but look, that's the 49ers. We're talking about wait, the Wait, 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 wait. Sturge, that's not what you said in a text two weeks ago. What? <laughs> <laughs> you said party was shit. Uh, and, yeah, and I did. I believe. I believe my Sunday, uh, my Sunday opening chatter was for the for the Cowboys and the Colts game was the worry that we were wearing the red stripe on the helmet. <laughs> that was funny. That was fun. Now that's fun. <laughs> so I, you know, because last time they wore the red stripe. You know, they played the worst game of their year last year against the Broncos with the red stripe on the thing. But now it's hooray beer, uh, red stripe, because the Cowboys win the game. Um, Serge, can I ask you a question? Are you, are you, are you superstitious? In, in, a, in, a, in a way. Not like super-duper superstitious, but like if, if the Cowboys are rolling and like me and my brother and my dad sit in a specific spot, we like we have to like <laughs> sit in that spot for the rest yeah. of the year until they lose a game and then I got to go you know sit somewhere else. But – it wasn't until I moved next to my dad on the couch, by the way, that the Cowboys start rolling in the fourth quarter. Now I got to talk to my bonus mom and tell her she can't sit there no more. So that's going to yeah, be uh, a that's how that's I, I used to be really bad. I'm not as bad as I used to be. I'm not. I mean, look, I, I listen, it doesn't matter where I'm sitting for the game, but uh, um, it wears what shirt I'm wearing. And, yeah, that's and, true. I mean, typically I wear, you know, I don't even know. Do I wear like a Cowboys hoodie? I don't even know. But um, I'm in front of nobody, so it doesn't really matter. I'm just in front of my family. But Keith, to this game now, once again, <laughs> yeah, you know, you look at this Cowboys team and after this win. I'm not an analytics guy. I know Brett thinks I'm a stats guy, but like there are there are um, models. Not after not after your texts. <laughs> there are models out there that came out on Monday morning after the win and said that the Cowboys had a 50 percent chance to be in the Super Bowl after this win and based off of what everything else, which were better chances than the Eagles, the Bills, the Chiefs. It was weird to say, and I didn't make it didn't make any sense. Now I, without even getting into all that. Keith, the start that the Cowboys had on Sunday, does that kind of shit still bother you? No, it doesn't because so, I wish I was you, man. I really I mean, do. I bet it's it's what they're they're taking their time. You know what? If it bothered them, we may not have won. What I'm you trying mean, to they say, just, they would abandon all of the game plans. Abandon everything. Yeah. I love what yeah. actually that's one of the better games I've seen them play because they stuck to their plan. They didn't stop running the ball. They didn't panic and have Dak throw three times to bring the uh, defense back out. It was awesome football. You you got to understand, man. The 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 Colts and I said this before. They're not they're not a bad bad team. They're not. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They hung with the Philadelphia Eagles. They got a damn good defense. Jonathan Taylor plays well, and Matt Ryan, like I said, he was going to do was releasing the ball fast, like he fast. Was. He was okay. They, they were only down by two in the fourth quarter. And that, that proves they're not a bad team. Then we exploded. But just yes, think about that. Happened. Like they were a two-point conversion away from tying the ball game, and then exactly we blinked, and so the Cowboys put up fifty. Credit to them. 
they they played a they played a good football game for three quarters, man, and then they just unraveled. You know, I mean, it's not look when it comes down to the final score. I don't give a shit, and I said this before, and I said this last week. If we, if we and, and it's funny because I think that was the score or close to it. It wasn't. If you go, by the way, last podcast is one of my favorite ones. I was Why? dying laughing, man. Oh, there's so many good. There's so much good shit in that one. When <laughs> Brett's screaming at you about Terrell Owens, oh, bro, it was it was fantastic. We but I'm saying boy, in that in that uh, <laughs> when I said if the score is 10-7 at the half. Just calm down, and I—that's th- why I'm—I'm kind of talking to uh, the your logic and people that think that way. Just calm down. Just play smart football, and the final score will be in our favor. Not only was it in our favor, it was—you know—it was. What did they say? Storigami, scoregami. It was scoregami for the first time. Yeah, yeah. this is a score that's never since last existed. year, I guess, since the 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 Philadelphia game end of the year was a scoregami. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, the Cowboys' defense played incredible. Dak hit Gallup a couple nice times. He's hit Schultz. He's hit, you know, CeeDee Lamb with a heads-up play in that game where he knew he wasn't down, so he just continued to run. Uh, they, there was a lot of bright spots. Tony Pollard is just so smooth in everything that he does. I was kind of uh, weirded out, and I believe I texted you guys this, and I looked at Twitter right away of yeah. why Zeke wasn't in the game for the first six plays, and apparently he did something. I don't know. Apparently he was told that he has to sit. So he did, and he paid his penance, and he went out there and had the hard yards again, man. I, I still love the way that these two guys run together, complimentary. Um, uh, I want to address that, but I want to add to what Keith was saying too, is um, we this was a great game. And even without the fourth quarter, even if we won by five points, okay, because like he said, we didn't abandon the game plan. Um, we went tit for tat. I mean, look. The problem is once we got those turnovers, uh, you know, uh, Indianapolis folded. See, Indianapolis is a good team. They don't have an identity yet, and uh, Dallas's identity is is that is defense, man. I mean, you don't think again. Indy, you don't think Indy has the identity to run the football, considering how good supposedly how good no, that's the, is, that's, how good Taylor is. That's the difference between. Uh, no, that's just the game plan. Identity means like how does this team identify, right? Like. Uh, you know, it, usually it's either an offense, it's either Air Coriel or the 85 Bears defense, right? It's either Ray Lewis and, and or Legion of Boom or, you know what I mean? It's either one or the other. And what's really amazing to me is how consistent we are playing on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, I, I remember when we won our first Super Bowl in the 90s, Dallas had the number one offense uh, number one receiver, number one quarterback, number two receiver, number one defense, number three re- uh, receiver. I'm sorry, number four in, in Novacek. It was just a well-balanced team, and that's what we have here. I still have concern, a little concerns about coaching. I'm, I'm nervous about it. Um, but if Dak keeps playing the way he's playing, and again, he threw what two two picks. Yeah, two receiver fell. Yeah, receivers fell. Um, I mean, there was some, but once he gets in his groove, man. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. We made adjustments as the game went. And if you remember earlier, if you look at the receipts, when I was like, we need to start upping the pressure, right? Because uh, we, we weren't really coming strong, full blitzing. And then Dan Quinn saw that. And then, you know, because I, I, I texted him. <laughs> and then he, he started bringing right the, the house, booth. you know? Right to the booth, yeah. 
No, I really do. I, I love I love this team. I'm still afraid of the Eagles, though. Did you see did you see that one pass that Dak threw that uh, it was awesome, dude? He was rolling out. I think it was third and 17 or 15, and it hit Dalton Schultz in the hands on the sideline, but he dropped it. it was, dude, he can throw on the run. I think he throws on the run better than he does on the pocket. Yeah, he threaded that. I mean, that was- I, I trust. I trust his like whatever. Whenever you watch football and you break down tape and you're you're watching a quarterback throw, the one thing you're always like, oh, don't throw across your body. I think Dak does a really good job rolling out to the weak side and throwing across his body. I think he he has that arm strength to do that, and I think he showed that, especially in that 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 throw you're talking about. Keith hit Schultz in the hands and. Obviously, you know, the rest is history. And you, you um, notice I'm not as hard on him anymore. Well, no, he didn't man. catch the ball, Schultz. No, I know. I know. Hit yeah. his hand. Fucker. I'm saying you notice how I'm not as hard on him anymore. Who, and it's because yeah, it's because he's 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 playing more mature. You know what I mean? Like he's still he he's not and I think him watching Cooper Rush, because you gotta remember, he was what uh he was in thrown in, he was a third string quarterback, came in. Played that full season, never looked back, got hurt, got the big contract, and he actually got to to take a breather for six games or seven games and watch a quarterback just control the game. And plus, our defense has been stepping up. Uh, I, I I love I love his maturity level. Now again, if he does what he did against San Francisco in the playoffs, I'll be fucking livid. <laughs> But um, he's really he's Get really playing. Network. <laughs> he's really playing mature, man. He's really playing you know mature. Man. It, we don't have to worry about that Dak showing up against the Niners if they follow what they've been doing. I think it was what thirty-four rushes, thirty passes, or something like that. I forgot the. Just keep doing this. It works. It might take time. Don't worry about people getting upset that you're not blowing people out in the first quarter. What yeah. matters? I don't, is listen, I don't mind that. It's, it's just the. It's I don't mind that they're not you know putting up the thirty three in the first quarter and they wait to the fourth. Like I don't care about that. I just want to see sustained drives. There was too many times in early going where I was just like, man, can't they just what the fuck? You know, like can't they just get it's some football, ball? dude? No, it's I understand football. that, but it's just it's it's also and the Colts defense is good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not about to take the the credit away from them, but and now like obviously. You know, there's there's so many things to break down in a game when you win that big. The unfortunate news: we lose Anthony Brown for the season; he's gone. Um, but Deron Bland steps in and he gets two picks, which is ridiculous. It'll never happen again like that. That was just like lightning in a bottle. Um, but he's got, I think, I believe he's got four for the year, and he's got like five balls thrown against them. So he's a, he's Sir, a ball. Can, can I give you? Well, not. I, I want to tell you something, and and. It's just that you were – see, me and Keith were very fortunate to leave New Jersey at a certain time, yeah. right? Because, you know, New York fans, everybody sucks until, you I know. It, and and when we, we were able to train in probably one of the best football factories in, in the world in the state of Florida. And you get so you get a lesson. I gotta get out of here. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so so the Jersey Boys podcast is no. This none is of us no. are going to be located in New Jersey. New Jersey. Look, I just want to say something. I know where Brett's. I know where Brett's getting at. Um, but look, all right. I want to say something about our defensive backs. Okay, I think they're playing awesome, and I really do. You know, some people might text that certain defensive backs suck and they're shit and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> but. I'm yeah, telling you right now, too. the defensive backs are around the ball, and that's what you want. They're there. They're not getting – the only one that, that got blown out was, uh, um, believe it or not, Diggs. was Diggs. 
on that. Yeah, on that he, he, ju- he jumped the pattern he jumped, and, and he got it. beat. I mean, yeah, you yeah. look, I mean, Anthony Brown's the reason Malik Hooker got that interception. That was his tip. He hit the ball. It was to his receiver. He hit it in the air. Malik Hooker came up and got the uh, interception. D- Diggs reminds me of a very talented Everson Walls. Yeah. And people don't realize Everson Walls was a free agent. He played at Grambling. But God, that that's that's how that's how he made his mark. Did you and, know? You know ahead, did you I'm know sorry. that my dad told him to turn around in the end zone? <laughs> that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. And by the way, Serge, t- tell uh, Barry that you know this is we, we only we only break your balls because we love you. <laughs> fully fully right. aware. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's how you know men are friends when when, yeah, when we absolutely. shit on each other. I mean, Keith's my brother, and, and he's my uh, you know his mom on the other. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh man! But you, uh, to your point, Keith, the defensive backs, yes, they are around the ball a lot, and it's really good to see. And again, testament to Dan Quinn. The best part about having in this particular game plan last week was the fact that Anthony Barr returned, and because Anthony Barr returned, he played more uh, linebacker, which gave the ability for Micah Parsons to kind of hover to go wherever he wanted and disrupt everything. And Matt Ryan. There was one sack. I forget who it was. It might have been J. Ron Curse who came out of nowhere. I'm yeah. talking shot out of a cannon. You couldn't. It was a blur, and he was dead. Yeah, <laughs> like just no, I saw that. I remember that. I think it's like the the very first one too. I think it was like where I was like because I was I'm like oh, oh my god, like, man, I felt bad for Matt Ryan at that Ryan. point. I'm like Jesus, you're about that, to get killed. That he um, didn't have a chance. He never. No, he did not. There's a he lot of not. times he didn't, man. And you know, for everything that we've said about this this run defense, right? There has been changes made and adjustments made because look. I think Jonathan Taylor averaged like two point nine or three or just under three I'll yards tell you who of carry. It is, bro, I'll tell you who it is. It's the Hankins. Um, no, the um the other linebacker, Damone. Is it uh, Clark? Oh yeah, Damone Clark. Yeah, dude, he's about- coming around the ball, man, and and uh, also bringing Anthony Barr in too. They need because I believe he they're you know they're kind of an assurance with LVE. You know what and I mean? Sam, what's his name? Sam uh, Williams. Sam Williams, another one. Every time dude, was that, that wasn't a touchdown when he returned that. No, it was. He, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It he was, was on ground. No, his no. knee was down, and then he, he he was touched. That's all. But in any event, we we scored on that drive as well. So the Cowboys roll right. We're all we're we're jumping for joy right now. We're nine to three. We're still two games behind the Eagles. Now in come the number one overall pick, seeded Houston Texans. Okay, the spread is seventeen. I don't know if I've been around. For a Cowboys team to be favored by this much, I don't think I have. It's been a while. It's been. I don't. I don't know, man. This. This to me feels like the biggest spread I've ever personally seen in my existence. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was a couple 2007 teams where you know where Romo was dicing up everybody for a little while. I don't know. This. This. This is definitely up there, Keith. Now, you saw it took a took three quarters for them to get going, and then they rolled and steamrolled this team. Mm -hmm. That was the Colts, in which you were like, their defense is good. So you got to, you know, adjust and yeah. do your thing, right? They're, they're okay. The Texans are very, very bad at football. They don't have anything of note. They don't have a defense. Pierce. They don't have an offense. They, they don't Pierce. have a quarterback. They, don't, they, they have, have a Pierce. Damian, Pierce. Damian Pierce is probably their, 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 the only person you could talk about. Maybe Brandon Cooks on a fly route or something like that. And yeah, Davis yeah. Mills with bench. So now it's Kyle Allen, who we've seen before with the Redskins. So, like, we've seen this guy. Um See if what, we weren't if we weren't two games behind the NFC East, and this is why I love that the that we're chasing the Eagles. Every win's a must win. Um, if right. if we were if we were uh, what ten and one or whatever we would be right now, or you could trip uh, up here. 
we could trip up here. Well, you guys, yeah. you, you can finally use it. And I get so mad when you use this term when it's not true. This is what trap you call game? a fucking trap game. Yeah. yeah. This is a I don't think it is. Trap game. It's not a it's not a trap game. What do you because, mean? No, it's I thought a trap a, a trap game is when you're looking forward to the next game. The next game is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I would say that would be more of a trap game when you're looking forward to Christmas Eve and the Eagles. Absolutely it is. You're right. <clears throat> uh, you know, I'm me and I like to say something <laughs> because for some reason I thought we were playing the Eagles next Saturday and I'm not. Nah, Christmas I'm don't me. rush Christmas. Okay, I still haven't so started my shopping game? yet. You guys are correct and I stand down. <laughs> you stay right yeah, there. but you all about the whole thing. Ready for the biggest call about the whole thing? I'm going to the Jacksonville game. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, I'm flying to Jacksonville next fucking weekend, and I didn't even realize. I thought we were playing the Eagles the next week, dude. I swear to God, I I had all intentions, and I still kind of can. I know a couple people over at AEW, and Tony Khan is the owner of the both the Jaguars and AEW, and I can get like press box seats, but I can't. I got too much responsibility over here at work. So it's like I can get free tickets to that game. All I got to do is pay for the airfare, and I could have joined you, man. It's Damn, man, I still well, should. Can you still get the tickets? I got tickets. I mean, I got pretty – I got a 1 o'clock game, right? Sturge, if you're going, I'm going. You know what? Shit, man, it's a 1 o'clock game. So maybe I just fly out Sunday night, like after the game, just go to the airport. Yeah, you I'll be home for Monday. Yeah, man, oh, you know what? Awesome. That that could be a possibility. I'm, gonna I'm already that. going, so I'm already there. So maybe I'll go for Saturday. And, um, and you, you have know, to meet you have to home Sunday. And you have to meet our boy. That's that we're going. He's out of control. He's awesome. He's so. I'll, 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 I'm gonna shoot a text and see what I can do. But anyway, so in come the Texans, right? That's that's the team. We'll talk about the Jaguars <laughs> another time. Uh, talk about the Jaguars next week. So Keith, in, in your mind, with the talent that you see in the Cowboys, both sides of the ball, they're coming off a 54 point. You know, performance, most of it in the fourth quarter. Who gives a shit when? It's, that's how many points they scored. Should they roll this entire game right now? I mean, the Texans, like I said, they struggled. They struggled against a bad Browns team. They struggled against Deshaun Watson's first game in like 700 days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is a different beast they're about to tackle here. Once again, once again, once again, once again, yes. But – Get that thought out of your head and start the game like you did against the Colts, running and passing. If we don't get, if we don't score on the first two drives, don't panic. Yes, the final outcome should be almost, it should be, you know, when you think about it, look at the damn spread. So, but once again, it's the NFL, all right? If the Texans get a seven nothing lead, you won your bet. (laughs) What scares me is I want Kyle Allen to start. He is. I think Mills Mills is a is a um Mills has been benched. It's over. I know he has, but they're talking about switching back this week. I don't think so. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. Um, but anyways, that's the only thing where I'm like, okay, I think that could, uh, you know, play a difference a little bit, but I mean, come on, man, this team is, the Texans are defeated. They have no confidence, which is huge in the NFL right now. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're hot. We know, like Brett said, every game they know, cause we're, we're, we're chasing the Eagles. So 
but I'm I would never ever in a million years take the I, I like I wouldn't even touch that game. I would never take a 17 point spread against an NFL team. I don't give a fuck who it is. Yeah, it's the NFL. You say yeah, it every week. No it's way. the NFL. There's so no there's no shot. And trust me, they know that. The Texans know that, and that's another thing. That's yeah, but the Colts thing, also like, the Colts also knew that, and Collinsworth did everything in his power the entire game. Like they knew they were ten point dogs, and let me tell you, you know, yeah. they just kept trying to feed it, and it was it was the narrative that worked for about three quarters. I was gonna say, so that that's my point, though. I mean, you know, yeah. you, it does work. These guys don't like, you know, they don't like getting disrespected. Every, let me tell you something. Every, and I said confidence earlier, but every single person on that Texans team almost thinks they're the best player in the NFL. Because you have to have that idea, you have to have that mentality in this league. Because if you don't, get the fuck out. So those guys are coming to play, man. You know. Yeah. Brett, anything again, alarm like you about I said, what would you do? What would you do for a million dollars? People forget that, man. This is this is uh, this is high money, man. These all these kids are hungry, bro. You know, and and they want to keep their jobs, and they they you know they have pride, and they, you're still dealing with athletes. But so do we. I think this would be a good game for us to not take lightly, but to try and 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 run some plays or, or work some things that like you wouldn't normally work against. A, see, uh, see, I don't know about all that, man, because it's like all of a sudden we're gonna run some double, triple, reverse axle or some well, shit. I don't mean that. You're saying if we get a comfortable lead. Uh, yeah, but like e even even like getting some of these younger players some burn in, in the defense that, that we're going to need to. I'm, I, by the way, I wanted to bring up the OBJ thing. W where are we on that? So yesterday, you know, segue off a little bit. Um, yesterday, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was with Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons after his meeting at the Star. And they went to the Dallas Mavericks game. They had courtside seats. They're having a good time. There's a whole OBJ chant happening at, at the Dallas Mavericks game. He's getting all blushed up and, you know, kind of waving to the crowd and this, that, and a third. But everything that we've heard today from Jerry Jones is that he's not going to make this move if it doesn't help the Cowboys right now. Meaning, if this dude ain't ready to play in, like, three weeks, which, again, that could that could be – you know, the, uh, this week with the Texans, next week with the Jaguars. Could he make his debut against the Eagles? I don't know. Maybe he comes back for the Titans game or something like that. But if it doesn't help the Dallas Cowboys right now, he's not going to make that financial investment. There's is no he reason even, Is he going to even work out? Or is he like, well, I know Chris Collins is bringing that according, according, Yeah, according to Patrick Walker of, of DallasCowboys.com, he said that there is some kind of physical, medical aspect of this meeting. So I don't know if he's going to go out there and run routes. I'm not sure. But, like, you got to get the medical reports from the doctors. He's apparently been clear, but then multiple reports have come back saying he's not going to be really ready until potentially playoffs, maybe not even until next year. So I know that if Dallas wants this kid, they could probably give him the most appealing offer. But I know the offer is only going to be slid over to the other side of the table between Beckham and Jones if Beckham is ready to rock this year. Because there's really no point to add a guy like that now if we're, if we're talking about 2023. It's just. It's, I, I honestly think we don't. I, I think we don't need him. I think we save the money and we give it to Pollard. Whatever we can give him. Well, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, well, in regards to that, like when the salary cap happens, like right now, the Cowboys are sitting there with seven million dollars of space. That's not. That can't be allocated anywhere. There's not much right. rollover. The cap space is going to move up next year because of you know the TV deals and all that shit. But like. This right now, they have money to spend right now, and they don't have to mm. add anybody else because you got a couple guys coming back, which we can get into. You know, Tyron Smith is going to practice this week, so 
We already saw that was the one thing. What I about quarterback, in. though, man? Are, are, we're thinning. I actually no, got a I list. I, I got a list sent to me of the available corners right now that are just chilling out there. There's actually some names that I'm just like, well, why the fuck not? You know, like like Joe Hayden. Remember him from the Browns? Like, yep. he's a free agent. Um, you know, uh, King from the Packers. He yep. stunk. Um, Richard Sherman is on the Thursday night telecast every week. I don't Guys, know. We don't, but we have we have corners. That was like one of our strongest points. In, in the yeah, but we're injured, aren't we? We're injured yeah, now. Anthony and, Brown and who else? Well, no, I'm just saying Anthony Brown and, and Jordan Lewis already has gone for the year, but from a prior Jordan injury. So we have two, but we have we have the rookie stepping in right now. Look, but here's me, the thing: he's only as he's, he's best as a slot corner, nickel corner. So I don't know if he can cover their best guy outside. Right. That's the problem. And I mean, God forbid a, if we have another injury. That, that, that then and, and think about this, and I hate to even think about it, and I don't want to think too far ahead, but like. AJ Brown and Devonta Smith, you really we have an answer for that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a, an alarming thing. We need that pass rush to be at its all. That's the most best. important thing, and that's what I was gonna say. I mean, cornerback is so hard to play, but I think the reason why our defensive backs have been playing so well is because of Dan Quinn's system and the pass rush. Not taking anything away from them, but you know what I mean? I mean, it's just no, bro. That, pass that, rush is everything it in is, the NFL. It it's everything. everything. Yeah. So I want to bring something up though about. Um, Going back to the game, what was with – and I, I believe they – going back to the Colts game, I believe they got to Turbin's ear and said, return the ball no matter what on kickoffs. Did you notice that? He was returning every single I time. Got, I got roasted. Out of the end zone. I got roasted on Twitter uh, because – and I had since deleted that tweet because I was just – I was done with the notifications at the time. That's okay. Um, I took a picture of it. I have it. <laughs> I was thinking that Turpin was an absolute waste of a roster spot at this point because of the fact that you you kept this guy on the roster for what? For him to, to be that explosive kick returner, right? And don't get me wrong, and that's where I was wrong in the tweet because he has been actually yeah. giving us some decent field position. So you can't even – you can't knock that. But I'm just like, when he was coming out every play and, and getting it back up. to the 15 to 20. That's what I'm like, trying what, to tell you, Starch. What are I'm we doing? You, that was coaching. Because you're going to do that every time they're telling him to do that. And that's why he's he's doing – that's what was upsetting me is that some of the punt returns, he had he had space and he wasn't returning those. You think you think Bones Fossil is feeling left out where he needs like an explosive play to I feel guess, good I guess. And they're trying to use Turbin because he's a dope returner. I like him a lot. I just think the chance – you return it out of the end zone if you need if you need something. If you don't, let it bounce in. When I say you need something, you need something now. You know, you need some kind of boost or or, or – you know what I mean? Or something. Whereas we weren't in that position. Take the ball in the 25 because chances are if you return it, number one, there could be a turnover. Number two, if it's a long return, there's going to be a penalty that fucking brings you back and drives everyone nuts. I want to say that, that the ball I, in the 25. I really ball. wish I'm sure there's analytics to prove this. And I'm just curious, like, what is the percentage of a successful run back past the 25 with no penalties? Yeah, it, it, it's it, got to be few and far in between. That's what I mean. Just take it. We got a good offense. It's another thing. If your offense your offense sucks yeah i need to get it to the 40 we don't need to do that we could take the ball at the 25 and drive it down i'm right. more concerned i want him to see i want him to return more punts and that he needs to go over film because there was there was space on some of them where he was fair catching it and that's right. where he was he's more dangerous you know yeah anyway so that's, i anyway. want to talk about that before and also yeah, the, zeke sure. thing, the zeke thing i was a little upset that got leaked me too you know what I mean? I mean, there's certain things. There was no reason out, for it. Man. There was literally was no reason for it. All they had to do, all they right. had to do, was say that was the, that was the plan. That was the game plan. Yeah, that's it. Like, come on, man. That's not what football teams do. Now you're you're kind of calling out a veteran like that. I don't like that, bro. I think it was more. 
believe it or not, I think it was more Mike McCarthy than it was Jerry Jones. I think Jerry Jones really? came on record and said, I would have been a little bit more lenient with that. Like he that's- did say that. He did say that. But what I'm saying is he leaked the information. I, I don't I don't mind that it happened. Do you think that the, I, yeah. is that a, is that I a, think that's good that he did that? I just don't like that they told the whole fucking public. I mean, I was going to ask you. I was going to yeah. ask you if that's if you think that's a you know Breck and Chime until you guys have been coached. Like, is that a flex? Is that a flex for the coach to say like, yeah, I no, don't give a shit how much money it. you're making. You 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 do the right thing yeah, by us. It's not even a flex. Well, it's just it's just you know it's it's doing the right thing, showing that you know we're all accountable. I love it. Yeah. Now, the bad part once again is telling the fucking world about it. Don't be. Yeah. That. Well, it's the Cowboys. What the fuck you think? That's, that's how you it's discipline really young, a team. Bro. I, I agree with you, Keith. Bro. That's how you discipline a team. I mean, look, you discipline it. Yeah. Yeah, and um, just coming out. It, into, I don't know. Yeah, you keep it in the family. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to let everybody know why. Yeah. Exactly. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Because now he's going to have to deal with that, right? Zeke, now they're, I'm sure the press conferences when he comes out. Can you oh, think about like, think think about it? Like, think about Zeke, too. Like, legacy at the end of the day, at the end of your career. Let's just say he's healthy, knock on wood, every time that he does suit up and he starts. He's got to go back and say, like, somebody's like, man, did you start every game? Like, while well, there was this one game where I missed a meeting and I was benched for six. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, I don't know. You want to talk about like disrupting camaraderie a little? Hey, bit. listen, man, that's 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 our biggest complaint on the team is is that there wasn't enough discipline and that's yeah. true, that you know, true. and and that's something Jimmy John, Jimmy Johnson would have done, but again, it, it's nobody's business but within the team. It's not like you know he didn't miss a meeting. I think the phone went off or something. Who knows? Well, that happened in the press conference the next day. That's to funny. Mike Mike McCarthy. Somebody's phone went off, and he literally said, and I quote. I'll be a little less lenient this time, or I'll be more lenient this time to a reporter. <laughs> so it's like, man, uh, if they can make light of it and they make a joke of it, fine. But at the end of the day, it kind of sucks, but whatever. Um, so back to this Texans game real quick. I know there's not much to break down because, again, it's, it is a, a very bad football team that we're playing. But, again, you don't want to totally overlook them. But my biggest little conversation piece before we close this out and, and pick the game is that the Philadelphia Eagles, right? So they're 11 and one. They run over the Titans. We're big Giants fans this week. You know, they're playing the Giants, right? We're all hoping that Danny Dimes and Saquon do their thing and they bounce back from kissing their sister and tying the commanders, right? So, like, I'm, I'm thinking, what do you think the odds are that the game on Christmas Eve will matter, Keith? Because, look, if they don't trip up and it goes shock and we win and they win the next two and we win the next two, it really doesn't matter because that division is all but locked. Okay, so this is my thing, and it's funny how you say I save receipts. I have one right here, okay? And this is not – I told you I just don't do it with you. Jeremy Chase, who's a huge Eagle fan, oh, okay. after the after the uh, Bucks game, he he puts on here season over to me. And I'm like I'm – like, and, and I made a joke about the Eagles. He's like, I promise you the Lions are better than the Cowboys. The season's over because of, of the Dak thing. We lost week one? Yeah. Jesus I'm telling Christ, you, well, there were a lot of people there, that bro. were saying there were a lot of people that didn't think we had a shot after after week one in his defense. But here's a receipt I'm saving for him. I do this on purpose because he needs to be held accountable when we win this fucking division. <laughs> now listen, all right. Yeah, you think we're gonna win the division? Well, I think there's a good chance. Now, here now I'm obviously you know changing my tune a little bit from a few weeks ago. That's why I was rooting for the Saints last night, guys. I know you guys weren't paying attention to that game. I but I, I was, absolutely was rooting for the Saints. Oh, I didn't know I because I know when I because I mean I bet I, listen, I, I bet the <laughs> I bet I bet what? 
<laughs> when I was like, dude, I know Andy Dalton is, is ripping the Bucks. You're like, I'm not paying attention to that right now. I'm watching the Mavericks game. So I thought you said or something like that. I wasn't watching the Mavericks game. I was watching the coverage of OBJ with the Mavericks oh, and shit. Like, okay, I was, okay. I, there's not a football game that I miss. But anyway, okay. I bet the Bucks. I thought the Bucks would win, but I was right. rooting at the end of the day. Okay. Like when the Bucks couldn't get it going, I'm like, then fuck it. Bury them. Because I don't want to okay, play the no, Bucks. But the reason I wanted the Saints to win is because they're on the Eagles schedule. The Saints have a good team to beat the Eagles. Okay. And when I say that is they got they got a awesome defense that let I mean they held the Bucks to, to, to with five minutes left to, uh with to three points. Okay. Their uh their offense with Dalton Slink Dalton's playing well. They got Kamara. I mean if Ingram doesn't um, blow that first down the game's over. What we all know that play that was the Saints can and I'm telling you right now they are the team that I think is going to be that will beat the Eagles. Is that game in New Orleans? No. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't see. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's not. I'll I don't see. I see. If, well, it, if they're going to trip up at all, they're going to trip up on the road. And, I say the, Gi- the Giants. Right, so these, these are their chances: the Giants, uh, uh, the um, the Giants. The, well, where did they play the Washington the first time? Was it in Washington or was it in Philly? I want to say it was in Philly, and they got and they blew it. So they got to go to Washington again now, okay? Washington, come on now. I mean, let's let's start giving them a little credit. They're, they're a tough, they're a tough team. They got a good defense. So I'm telling you right now, if we can win out, we win the division. Eagles are going to lose twice before one of the times. They're done, hey, they're done. Listen, they're done with Washington. By the way, I just looked. Oh, that's right. So, I forgot the first one. Yeah, the first game. So they, the got the Gi- they, they got the Giants. They're on the road against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And they're on the road against the Bears, which are playing for nothing. That's a win. Then they play the Cowboys on thanks on uh, Christmas Eve. And then they end the season with the Saints coming at our house. And yeah. they end the season two straight games at home with the Saints and the Giants. Now, interesting to note with the Giants is the following. <laughs> The Giants might be playing for some kind of seating at that time. Exactly. And they might be giving it their all. Now, exactly. I don't think that the Eagles will be in a position at the last game. If they're up a game, the only way I could see, yeah. So Dallas could pull within one if everything works out and they beat the Eagles. So let's just say they go into the last game. Dallas is 13 and three, and the um the Eagles are 14 and two, right? Because the one loss to the Cowboys happened. Yeah. If, like, the Eagles can't sit back and relax and say, like, oh, let's rest some players for the playoffs, because if they trip up and the Cowboys win their finale against the Commanders, the Cowboys will win the division on the last day of the year. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I guess that's somewhat of a possibility, but, like, I don't know. It is, but, dude, I'm with the Giants, though, man. I mean, here's the thing. We were all high on them. They suck. They suck. Dude, (laughs) my whole thing is I'm you. I'm you. (laughs) Who said the Giants were good? (laughs) Hold on. Who, Me? No, no, Keith, your brother was all up in the Giants. He's the one that said they were going to be in the year. No, I, I'm the one that said they didn't suck. Yeah, he and, said and, they didn't suck. I went off on him, but then I turned the, the page. My whole thing with the Giants, though, is they don't suck. They don't suck, okay? <laughs> but their defense, their run defense is fucking atrocious. And that's the thing that scares me against the Eagles, man. I mean, I don't know yeah, if they're going to. Jalen Hurts is going to run for a buck fifty guys, by himself. You guys are going to, you guys are going to crucify me for this, but uh, I, I'm okay with us losing to the Eagles, getting that, uh, getting the wild card spot, and then seeing them again in the playoffs and beating them at home. So that, so that, that was my next point. <laughs> all right, so here, check me out. Hear me out here. So if the Eagles, if all chalk, right, and 
we don't win the division. We wind up being the five seed, which again, I think that's the more likely scenario is the five seed. Whoever we play, whether it be the Bucks or the Seahawks, it's going to be the worst division champion or even the Niners. If the Niners tread and they just hold on for dear life, it might be a San Francisco 49er matchup in week in that in wild card round. I would hate the shit out of that, to be honest with you. Um, but if we do win, let's just say we win and the rest goes chalk, the two seed wins, the three seed wins, and then the five seed us win, we would be on the road in the divisional round against the Eagles. And I know that the age old saying is it's very hard to beat a team three times. And it maybe if we do lose that second time at home, maybe we're light and there's a fire that's lit under us that we can't fucking lose three times to the Eagles. So you're saying it would be in the divisional playoff. That yeah, not the conference. Only, and that's yeah. if it goes truck. That means like if the Vikings wind up number two and they beat the seven, whoever the seven is, whether it be the, the, the Giants or the Redskins or whoever, whoever the seven is. And then the three seed would be the winner of the, um, the North. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. The three. What the fuck is the three seed? The three seed is going to be the the Vikings will be the two no. seed. The three seed. Oh yeah, the three seed will be the winner of the West, more than likely. So that'll be Seattle or San Francisco, right? And then let's just say they win their game at home. If the two and the three seed win, and we win as the five seed, which again, all signs point that that's where we're going, we would go face the Eagles in the divisional round of the playoffs. Which, to me, I, I'm sick of my style. I lose sleep over that shit, but. It would be a fantastic, fantastic <laughs> Cowboys historical moment if yeah. we were to dethrone the number one seed Eagles. Oh, I'd rather, I'd rather, I know if that's gonna if it happens, but I, in the NFC Championship would be so much better. I would be if the Cowboys beat the Eagles in the second round of the playoffs. I'm strongly suggesting any of my Eagle fan friends to block me on all sorts of social media <laughs> and phone numbers and all, because I will be in fucking separable. Like there is no way that I would let them live this down of being the team to beat. And then the Cowboys roll in there and beat them on their own turf. And the only way, unfortunately with that, if the chalk happens and it's two versus three and it's like Seattle versus uh, Minnesota, whoever wins that game, if we won that game, we would have to go on the road again. Like there's, there's no We're scenario Bengals, where the Cowboys bro. can host the game in the playoffs. We're doing the Cincinnati. We're pulling the Bengals from last year. They did the same thing. They went three places and won all three. Right? Did Cincinnati have a home game? They didn't. Right? I don't think or did so. they against the Raiders? No, that game. Oh, shit, where was that game? I want to say that was in Oakland or Vegas. I don't know. No, but anyway, yeah, Vegas, did the Vegas win? No, that was probably no, they in Cincinnati. Did. They definitely beat up Cincinnati, but then they had to go on yeah, the road. Yeah, they had to go on the road. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Obviously, we got the Texans this week. Let's get some scores. Let's get yeah. some predictions. Brett, we're Wait, uh, seventeen. I, before we do favorite. that, I want to make another one. One quick point, and we're out. Sure. Um, everybody's talking about you know Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons as Defensive Player of the Year. I think right now Bosa has like what two more sacks than him, and in fifteen games or less games, yeah, but less games. But he's not dropping into coverage. He's not playing linebacker. I think Michael Parsons should be the defensive player. I, I love Bosa, by the way. The award, you know, that's a great South point. Florida stock. But uh, you the know. award is not called pass rusher of the year. It's defensive right. player of the well, year, and that's why I think Mike has Patriots got a good shot. Too. The dude from the Patriots too. I think it's out of Juwan. What's his name? Oh, Ma- Matthew Judon. Yeah, and 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 Parsons. Red he's, sleeve. He's, he's red pretty... sleeve. Judon. You can never miss him on the field. He's always wearing yeah. the red sleeves. But um, all right, let's go. Go yeah, on. Bro. All right, Brett. We're fi- we're seventeen point favorites. We covering that? <laughs> Are we winning this game? Um, I can see a twenty-seven to ten uh, victory. Um, you know, I, I would I would go thirty. I would go thirty-four to thirteen. 
Now the Cowboys, 34-13. All right. So the Cowboys have been averaging since Dak's been back. Now that the 54-point swing happened, I think their average is up nearly in the 35-36 range since Dak's been back. A lot of that back. was defense, though. A lot of that it was, was But the team scores. is the team. You know, the team is the team. Um, Keith, where are we going, man? Okay, I'm going to do something different here because the final score. God damn it, he's picking the Texans. <laughs> no. 13-7 first half, we're going to be up. <laughs> Imagine. I would, I, I'm going to. Put my fucking head through a wall for up 13. <laughs> man. We're up by six. Gives a shit, man. It's the fucking yeah. Texans, man. God. All right. Final score. Paid too. I get it, man. I just, you know. I don't know. I don't know if you do, Starch. <laughs> I got to get out of Jersey. <laughs> they I'm fucking gonna... suck. <laughs> fucking terrible. 31. Final score. I'm going to say 31 7. Give up a touchdown. God, shame on that defense. What are you doing? All right. So we got 34-13, 31-7. I'm going to say they go less than their average for whatever reason. And I got, you know, no, I won't. I'm going to go 31-2. I'm going to go 31. Texans will score. What did you say, Brett? 13? I said 34 to 13, yeah. I got 31-13. So I'm, I'm three points less than you on that one. Um, Let's not forget now, what makes this hard to starch. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, because it killed me in my fantasy, um, the Dolphins were ahead of the Texans 30 to nothing in the first half. They came all the way back and covered. They yeah. were 14 and a half point favorites, the Dolphins, bro, right? They covered. They won by 15. Uh, you know, you, you're, you're finishing the story for me. So <laughs> they, they benched Tua and they bet uh, they benched Waddle. They benched the whole team and the Texans came back and the final score was 30 to 14. But now I'm just saying. Now you know what's going to happen in that regard, right? So if the Cowboys are up, let's just say 30 to three in the fourth quarter, and everybody's like, all right, it's time to take out all the starters. 30 to then all of a sudden 30 to 10. And then all of a sudden 30 to 17. Little Sturge is gonna blow up your fucking phones and he's gonna say, This game is about to slip away from us. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. It's happening. Um, so <laughs> so anyway, by all means, the Cowboys should get the win. They should, if they're as good as everybody's saying they are. They should blow the doors off the Texans. Um, if the Browns couldn't do it, the Cowboys can. Um, I know they started They started hot with the Eagles. They scored first, right? But that was a Davis Mills vehicle. That was a, I was also a home game for the Texans. So things different. different. Um, but you know what it is, too, Starch, is that, and, and I think I hear a lot of the, uh, like Kurt Warner was talking about it, too. A lot of times they have the perfect first drive, a lot of these teams. They do. They have everything planned. And then after that, they're like, eh. You know? Yeah, no, it's a script. Like, all right, we're gonna run yeah, four so times. We're gonna throw three. Score. Score, and then you're like, oh, then now it's you know. So yeah, exactly. So all right, so we all have the Cowboys being ten and three by next week, and hopefully, again, go Giants this week. Go Big Blue. And go take out the Eagles. So this game on uh, Christmas Eve can mean they a little something. <laughs> mean a little something, <laughs> something. And maybe uh, as soon as we get off this call and this this podcast, I'm gonna look up some tickets. Uh, to see where I can maybe join you guys down in Jacksonville. You guys already have tickets, is that right? I do. Brett doesn't. Brett I do. Not. Okay. Yeah. Brett, should I should I try to get two? Yeah. Yeah. Try and get two. Okay. All right. We'll figure it out. But anyway, for Dave Sturgio. With that being said, I forgot. I almost forgot that. For Dave Sturgio, Brett Ernst, Keith Ernst. This has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week with hopefully the Cowboys being ten and three. And if they're not, this podcast is going to be fucking over. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> This podcast sucks! (laughs) How about them, Cowboys?
Roger. He's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown!